hello. My name is Sharara Clark. You're listening to a Reno, Nevada local D&D show. We sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we focus on the storytelling and collaborative aspects of it, which involve all sorts of crazy things. You've got monsters and magic and tricks and disguises. Anything could come your way in all honesty. But the magic really is about how it brings people together. It's about what you talk about, what you want to tell your friends the next day, and ultimately the story you're creating. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and join us at the table. Greetings, Reno. I am Captain Tiger Stepberry of the Doinza. On behalf of the crew at Plus 775 to hit, I want to thank you for your attention and bravery over the past few weeks. It truly is dark times in the world right now. As with many of you, we here at KWNK 97.7 FM Public Radio are also practicing what the clerics call social distancing. Staying at home and keeping at least six feet away from even our closest friends. Only our families can remain close to us at this time. Because of this... We have to resort to sending stones, crystal balls, and spirit mirrors in order to communicate with one another. We have finished with Season 1 of Plus 775 to hit with the Rook and Cranny Rock crew. And we have started another story with Lyrian Locke. However, this dark-tided plague that befouls our nation is preventing us from using our full assets to tell you the best story possible. So in order to pass the time, I... Tiger Stepberry, I'm going to tell you a story of the Stepberry Seals, an elite group of warriors for the Doinza. This adventure will occur over the next few weeks as we play online, using the magical realm of the internet to play our Dungeons and Dragons campaign. It is in the same world as before, with many of the same personalities. However, This story involves my elite warriors as the protagonists. I apologize in advance if some of our conversations are difficult to understand. These magical communication devices get interference from the black forces of Obex. After we have defeated this plague, we will go back to our regular programming. So, as we say every week, sit back, relax... And join us at our virtual table. A band of champions known as the Saviors of Salt Marsh are responsible for the death of an entire royal lineage, the Horkers. This has left their realm and estate in a massive chaos. Upon the destruction of Delilah Horker's army at Red Wheel, which is now known as the Bloody Wheel, the Saviors met with their own troubles and tragedy. Lyrian Locke, the Churning Tempest, the Witch Unburnt, the Eelheart, has vanished altogether. No amount of scrying, divination, portents, or any other such magical means have been able to discover her whereabouts. The brilliant scientist, Sarah Wimple, has resorted to the use of technology to try and discover the elusive Bruja, without success so far. Abaddon, the Dullahan, has also vanished from existence. No one knows where he has gone, but civilian survivors of the Bloody Wheel say that he was the one responsible for the horrendous massacre. They describe the horrors of pelting sand and swarming scarabs over the still-moving bodies of soldiers. People believe the Avatar of Death hovers over them in their nightmares. His name is now only spoken in hushed whispers, and there are rumors of him being behind insidious plots to destroy the entire realm. Sela Tenebrisk, the Selkie, has been beside herself with the loss of her mentor and friend. She has thrown herself full force into assisting the Doinza. The Doinza seem to have a vested interest in the discovery of where Lyrian Locke has gone and have aided the people of Salt Marsh, where her parents still reside. Sela spends much of her day in prayer to Talraniel. Her power and devotion appears to be growing stronger every day. Mimsis, the monstrous chameleon, has not left Sela's side since the disappearance of Lyrian Locke. It has become overly protective of his adopted parent, 
snapping at anyone that it perceives could even be remotely a threat. The disappearance of its teacher weighs heavily on its mind and heart. Even during Sela's solitary meditations, it waits patiently, guarding with every fiber of its being. Carl Bunkel has taken full command of the Queen's Gambit and now sails under the Doinza flag. No stranger to loss, he has jumped headfirst into the next adventure waiting for him. His first mate, Zug, handles the day-to-day on the ship while Carl searches far and wide for anything that could help the Doinza with troubles. The Doinza have been under siege by an unknown assailant, one with money and power. Captain Tyga Stepberry has gathered a group of his most trusted and skilled warriors. He has discovered something very, very ominous. So that was the uh, what has happened since the bloody wheel. Um, Holy crap! You like Eric, that? That is haute couture D and D. Haute couture. <laughs> I, li- I like your uh, I like your faith in me. That is caviar. <laughs> I suddenly realize all the chaos I've caused. <laughs> oh, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Well. Why don't we? You know, from a you know, it, I can't tell you how delighted I am to hear that you're using the world as to enrich it like this. You're enriching it. Oh, are you still doing exposition? I'm about to. Uh, so all of you have arrived at the summons of Tyga Stepberry. Okay. He has approximately fifteen to twenty warriors at any time under his given command that are he considers elite. You are five of those warriors. Look it up. The, the others are out doing other things. Should anyone decide to make another step berry seal, they may. So there's plenty of room for other people to join in or do whatever. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So people like Ray. Like Ray. Okay. <laughs> so um, or if uh, so like I was going to make the characters for everybody, if no one wanted to make their characters, I got a lot of people that wanted to make their own characters. A okay. Uh, but sometimes. People might get a character they don't want, so. I can play as Ray if you guys want. No, I do not need uh, five is enough. I got Katie here to replace Ray. All right, because... okay, we're gonna do Ray. Hi, Ray. Hey guys. <laughs> you gotta do his voice. Oh, hey guys! I love our God. <laughs> what else do you love, Ray? Uh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's at five minutes in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And off we go. I'm sorry. Jed has two dice rolls already. Two dice rolls already. Okay. Let's uh, move on. Uh, uh, you guys have entered a large room. This room has a triangle table to represent the three points of the Doinza tradition. Honor, justice, loyalty. Um, and around it are 20, tab- 20 chairs. So it's not a round table. It's a triangle table. Know your polygons. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, Tyga comes up. Uh, you are all seated in your assigned chairs and begins to talk to you. Oh, no. Here it comes. <laughs> Who does he go up to first? He is standing in front of all of you. Okay. Addressing all of you as one. You're listening to Plus 775 to Hit, a local Dungeons and Dragons radio show on Reno, Nevada's KWNKLP 97.7 FM. Stay tuned to see what's in store for these adventurers. Warriors. As you well know, the Doinza have been under siege by the Hawker Estate for the past few months. Since the saviors of Salt Marsh slew the villainous Delilah Horker, things have been quite tumultuous. The patriarch of the Horker family, Daddy Horker, is dead, 
and his assets lie in a tattered mess of bureaucracy and probate. Larian Locke, the witch unburnt, has not been seen since the Wheel of Blood massacre at Red Wheel. The other saviors have been lending their aid to the Doinza, and these champions have been the Doinza's greatest asset, with the exception of Abaddon, which, dark-tided rumors say, has usurped the Hawker estate and is the one waging the war against the Doinza. I refuse oh. to believe that my steadfast and trusted ally would debase himself by waging war against our proud nation for personal gain. I also refuse to believe that he would ally himself with Lyrian Locke's sworn enemies. And now, we have a chance to strike a blow at the charlatan spreading such baseless lies. Um, my character will stand up and start clapping. And, uh, uh, I'm sorry, your clapping was drowned out by Zoom. <laughs> Was. was it really? Was it really? Yeah, yes, it, it was. Totally it was. It was sound. It was. It was drowned out. But that's okay, my dear Paladin. You shall have your chance for righteousness. Intel proves that the cross, the inlet of Salt Marsh, a tower has risen. Strikes against the Doings and the people of Salt Marsh suggest that this tower is the source of the attacks. It takes powerful magics to raise such a structure in the middle of the sea. The people whisper in hushed voices that it is Abaddon himself that raised this structure to strike fear into the hearts of good folk. They say that from the top of the spire, sand drips as water flows. Scarabs pour from the windows night and day, and that no living flesh can enter without being consumed. Man, Abaddon was many things, honorable, just, and brave. But a wielder of the arcane arts, he was not. One of the champions, Sela, Tenebresk, has identified a possible means of entry into the tower from a cave beneath the waters. She came across a barrier which she could not pass alone. A map has been given to us, and we will breach this fortress of evil, find the villain responsible for these heinous attacks, and slay him where he stands. The Queen's Gambit, captained by the Savior, Carl Bunkle, and his first mate, Zug, will take us to our staging area. <laughs> our greatest mind, Sarah Wimple, has developed devices of arcane power that will allow us to breathe water as air and move through the waters as eagles fly through the sky. These tools will have enough use for the trip there. And once there, we shall breach from the underground, move through its most assuredly twisted halls, slay the usurper, and then signal the queen's cabinet that we are ready for extraction. Zovretta, codename Fred, we will be relying on you to keep an eye out for the tricks, traps, and other devious plans laid for intruders. It is said no lock is safe from the fingers of Fred. I have heard that you studied under the great trap masters of the Jones family. <laughs> I can't right now. Of the what family? The Jones family. That's good. That's good. I can't with you right now. Out of character. Zushi, <laughs> the shadow role, codenamed Koi. Your shadowy arts and hand-to-hand combat will be necessary for scouting, recon, and assassination. Your forefathers were of white dragon descent, were they not? I can't hear you because your muzzle is on. Take your muzzle off. <laughs> Wait, who are you talking to? Zushi. Zushi, pay attention, Zushi. <laughs> You're paying attention. Goodness gracious. Yes. White dragon, forefathers, all that good stuff. Yeah. Maga Ruffin. Codename Bombard. 
With the aid of Sarah Wimple, we were able to create a magical satchel allowing you to access our powder room from great distances. I believe you have nicknamed it the Bag O Boom. I ask that you refrain from using more powder than is necessary to remove our obstacles. The ringing in my ears still hasn't stopped from last time. <laughs> we got that. We reckon we'll be all good. <laughs> oh, you're my hero. <laughs> this is amazing. Palaladin to all the things. Codename. Beautiful speech, my friend. Pal. Your heroism in the face of sudden death is legendary. <laughs> you once entered the maw of a purple worm and came out the other side with its heart. It's true, it's true. Legend has it that when you arrived, you were as clean as when you entered. As clean as when I entered. It was amazing. <laughs> May I show you a picture of what my character looks like? Absolutely. Please hold up your self-portrait. Okay. I've been <laughs> holding on to this in case someone needed it. But I had it I had it commissioned. Uh, my character will produce it from the folds of his shirt and pass it to everyone. This is me as a tiny of me. Uh, uh aren't you shorter? This is very tall. <laughs> what race am I? Just in case. <laughs> You're a halfling, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were sh a little shorter than that. I was standing on step ladders because we are step berries, are we not? We well, are. To admit it. We well, are. You're, all, you're all still taller than me, so it doesn't make a difference. I look at got you on the head. <laughs> anyway, my friend, you don't have to talk anymore. You have my sabers. Oh, that's wonderful. Amastasia Amafrey. Codename, McPlate. I've seen you wade into battle slinging arcane energies and deflecting blows countless times. You've come out unscathed from the worst of battles. Your skills will be invaluable. We leave tonight at the waxing crescent moon's peak. Meet at the Queen's Gambit, located at the Saltmarsh Docks. As always... Wish your loved ones a fond farewell. This may be our last mission. Should we fail, we fail together. But we have never failed before. <laughs> I, lean, I lean over to Fred and I say, what did he say about me? I didn't hear him. <laughs> so he hears you. Oh, God. I said, and... Do pay attention this time. <laughs> Zushi, the shadow roll, codename Koi. Your shadowy he, arts and hands. Do hand I need to lift you, Koi? No, 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 I'm fine. All uh, right. Uh, are, are we done interrupting the captain? Okay, that's good. <laughs> Your shadowy arts and hand-to-hand -hand combat will be necessary for scouting, recon, and assassination. Your forefathers were of white dragon descent, were they not? Okay. okay. For each of you, we have uh, some items. Fred, this belt has properties. Place your daggers within them for 24 hours. Yeah. I put some in there earlier since we're leaving tonight, so don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm just going to ask. <laughs> And they will be imbued with magical properties and never be able to be taken from your side. Paladin. We have taken your trusted mount. Where's my trusted mount? And waterproofed it. My waterproofed mount? You have been looking at my diary, my friend. I have been looking at your diary, sir. In addition, what is your monkey's name again? It is Abu. Abu, very original. Good job. Very. I feel like I've heard that one before. A boot. A boot. A boot. 
Okay. I picked it up from are, a trader. Are, are we talking a boot, your monkey? <laughs> yes. Oh. Um. Beat me to it. Disgusting. <laughs> I was going to say. Mm-hmm. We have outfitted a uh, device for him to breathe underwater as well. No. In what? addition, I have hired one of the greatest uh, artificers in the land. Bring him your sword. He is ready to enchant it with radiant power. And where is he, my captain? Oh, my captain. Uh, if you recall, the uh, storeroom and armory are out the hall, down to the left. Take a right at All the right. grandfather clock. <laughs> walk ten steps forward, turn to the right, and then pull that torch. Once you've pulled that torch, turn around. I'm gone. And then go out the window, jump into the moat, and you will arrive. You remember you this. Hear, you hear splash. <laughs> Zushi. Hey gang, Frederick Jones here. The crew left me dead in this cave. I'd really appreciate a lift out. And then we can go and mass some villains together. Just pick me up at 97.7 LP KWNK Reno. Community radio at its finest. As you are a creature of non-material gains... We decided that it would probably be best to give you something innocuous. This rope will follow your commands as you need them to do. It can tie up enemies, move upon its own, wrap itself around the necks of your foes. Whatever you require of it, just tell it what to do and it will do it. Sweet. Bombard. The bag of boom was your magical item. Inside, we have managed to create a storeroom. You will have access to bombs, dynamite, and a fragmentation grenade. Oh, that is beautiful. It's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful bag that you have. Mm, thank you very much. Yeah. In addition, in addition, we've also stored 20... Uh, greater healing potions. That's the 4d4 types of healing potions. All right. Which you can pull for at any time. Please make sure you, you mark them down and tally them so that we can ask for receipts later from the Doinza. Eric, my character will come in drenched wet. Did you say 20 potions? I did say 20. Do not drink one right now. I know how much you love the taste of them. No, that is cursed. We need 19. 20 is how... You are it. just making an excuse so that you can drink one right now. He is. Not true. <laughs> the second you have 20 in your bag, bad juju will follow you. They aren't really in your bag. They're in the powder room. The bag is just a portal to the powder room. Says you. Not one of those Says- powder rooms either. It's one of my powder rooms. One of those that go boom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you sound like? You know what you sound like? It's awesome. You sound I- like that guy from King of the Hill, Boomhauser. I'm afraid. Uh, Sarah Wimple has, she is not much for the arcane arts, but did manage to procure something that you might find good. It is a wand. Supposedly, it uh, shoots fireball. You have a wand of fireball. It currently has three charges. Remember... If you go below one charge with the fireball, the wand has a chance to not work anymore. Notice. One charge per day. One charge per day. All right. Uh, and uh, just so you know, Paladine, your sword now does an extra D6 of radiant damage. I am very grateful for this attention. I cannot wait to strike down all of our foes. And is plus one. You said anything above or below the three charges? So you're going to, if you, if you use a charge, you're going to mark off a charge, and that will make a two 
two charges. And then if you use another charge, you'll mark off a charge, then it'll be one charge. And then if you sleep for the night at the waxing moon's peak, or any moon's peak, the charges will increase. What about the new moon thing without the moons up there? Yes, even the new moon, is, we just per- it, it is still there. We cannot see it, but science, science has proven that it is still there, Bombard. We've had this argument before. It is still there, and a charge will still be uh, added. Uh, three charges is the maximum, though. No matter how long Eric, you wait. Can I interrupt real quick, everyone? I just linked the our little almanac for the world. Brianna, you're playing in the original setting, mm-hmm. or the first setting, not the original. Yeah, and um, this is a map of the world and some of the religions. Too. Okay. Yes. Point of reference: Did Abaddon ever find his head? <laughs> I might just play Zushi as she has no idea who Abaddon is. She just got here and it is, like looking for a job. It is said Abaddon is an anime protagonist. He went around hurting things. <clears throat> when I met Abaddon, he had quite the handsome head, but he alluded that it was not his. Unfortunately, I'm unsure if he ever found his head. I hope to find him and aid him on his quest to find Head. But isn't he the bad guy? Abaddon would never stoop to such a thing. Do not debase him in front of me, Zushi. Eh, I'm sorry. Did someone say bad guy? Point, Zushi. He's not a bad guy. (laughs) Point, Zushi, where is it? The bad guy. Just because you are a bad guy guy does not mean you are a bad guy. No, it means you are a bad guy, Captain. Paladin, calm down, jeez. Out of character? Uh, I like those three fingers. Out of character. Yeah. Out of character. <laughs> out of character. Um, We're out of character. <laughs> We're just Power Rangers. Hold on a second. I want to get something else for out of character. Hold on a second. Let me get it out. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, no, please don't get it out. <laughs> please, uh, please, out of character. Go ahead. Trouble. Go ahead. Whip it out. Um... <laughs> Do, does everybody here know who Lyrian is? Uh, okay, so everyone here, <laughs> the, ol- the only champions that everyone other than Tyga Stepberry has met are Carl Bunkle, Mimsies, and Sela. You have met those three champions. You have only heard of Lyrian Locke and uh, Abaddon by rumor. That's it. Tyga speaks extremely highly of Abaddon and gets a little irritated when he hears the rumors that he is uh, he's a bad guy. He doesn't believe yeah. it, and he's not going to believe it. Oh, that's such a good touch. It's it not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So I was yeah, hoping Ray would be here, and then he could hear all that, and he would be all happy. But no, Ray doesn't check his messages. So. Eric, Eric, this is beautiful. So screw it Ray. Is. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was just curious if, like, you know, that name meant anything to these no, people. No, uh, Lyrian Locke means something to all of you. She was considered one of the saviors at Red Wheel. And a lot of people consider her disappearance a sign of sacrifice. And for some reason, they consider Abaddon a, a portent of evil. Huh, it's just okay. rumors and, and townsfolk and... Remember, there were a bunch of civilians at Red Wheel. The civilians were not killed by the sand. That's kind of important. They got away. Only the soldiers who cried and begged for mercy were killed. I'll stand up. I'll walk behind you. Uh, What's your character's name? Fred. And I'll whisper, I heard that she turned into a million tiny pieces of glass. She did? Yes. Sounds interesting. Man, you're going to make okay. stories. All right. So if anyone would like to meet up family, say goodbye, whatever, um, the Doinza have access to lots of sending stones. You guys are considered elite warriors of the Doinza. So you have access to some of the more expensive kind of convenient things that they would have. Things like... Uh, if you need to be teleported somewhere, they'll teleport you somewhere. If you need, uh, if you need uh, a sending stone to talk to your family, they'll do that. They'll do things like that. Wait a second. Um, how far into the future is this, Eric? 
teleporting. The the mass the uh, bloody wheel happened about six months ago. Okay, so were they able to perfect the teleporting that you guys were you guys were involved in? Uh, no, no, that was a year later, and unfortunately, Lyrian is not there to teach Mimsies, and because oh. Lyrian is not there to teach Mimsies. And Mimsy's was integral into the creation of this thing, as you said. They have been unable to make progress. Uh huh. Fascinating. Oh, oh no. so this whole thing happened a year ago. Reno is plus seven seven five to hit on KWNKLP ninety seven seven FM Reno weekly, where we are hip deep in saltwater adventure and daring do. Six months ago. All right. So for the two that weren't here, here's what uh-huh. happened. Here's what. Out of character, here's what happened. Our GM deleted an entire uh, session, which was about three recordings of stuff. He deleted our rock kill. We killed a rock. We killed a rock! He deleted deleted our our flail snail... Yes, he he deleted our flail snail gang. A click, a clack, a click. A clack. He deleted I love how it's the highlight of everyone's play, too. He also like, deleted the one. Mimsy's utter def- defeat on a pirate ship when I decided to just go run in there and oh. fight 15 pirates at once. Because Carl jumped in, and I had to jump in, because Carl jumped in. You always do what your best friend does, and then, oh, it sucked. It sucked. Anyway, uh, and we didn't get to meet... Uh, what was her name? What was that girl's name? The, we, that's oh. where we first met... Oh. Mo- Moon Cavort and uh, you met um, oh, her name. Her first, his first hand. I forgot what. Yeah, you forgot her name. Her first so, mate. His first, his first mate. You yeah. remember the name, Jason? Nope. I had to block it out of my mind because I forgot all about it existed. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, so that happened. So we need to save a few uh, hours of time. We need to save a few hours of time. So Jed. Ported us to the future, where we were level 10 and a year and a half advance, and Mimsy's was all well-spoken, and it was awesome, and we traveled through time and place. We traveled through many dimensions, including the bear eating a trout and a river while being narrated by Morgan Freeman dimension. Anna not, and, the, <laughs> and the cupcake, cupcake versus... What? Was it? it was the cupcake people versus the reptile people. Yeah, cupcake like versus lizard people. So okay. uh, dimension, and then there were. Then we went to to heaven, uh, positive plane. That was awesome. Oh, where hey. we all healed. We asked. We got to ask what we wanted. We just wanted to get healed because we it hurt so bad. And then Sarah Wimple died because Abaddon killed her, and uh, not yeah, on purpose. Okay. Not on purpose. It, uh, the way it was done was very purposeful. If you didn't know the context. Yes, but yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> and then she became a brain in a jar. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <sighs> that didn't Her happen. Her name was Anna Corson. Anna Corson. Thank Anna you. Corson. It's really cool to hear the names again. Yeah. Okay. Look at you writing down stuff. Thank you so That's much. What I do. That's good. Let's keep that up. Okay. So, uh, your what you are now seeing is that was a year. After mm-hmm. what would be the bloody wheel, um, but uh, but unfortunately, uh, through the choices of some people, that future is not going to happen. So we are now six months before that point, which no longer exists in time. So there's no point even talking about. It. Okay. Okay. Uh, any Welcome other, to the game, Katie, Brianna. Any other questions for the uh, any other questions for our new nerds? <laughs> questions for us to ask them or questions no, for no, them? No, no, from ask? them, from them. Any other questions oh. regarding story or anything else that you're curious about? If you can't think of any right now, that's totally fine. You can ask Yeah, them. I don't have any. I'm just gonna play Zushi in the dark. That's probably the best Sushi in the Dark? That sounds like a great techno song. Sushi in the Dark. Sushi in the Dark. Sounds like a Billie Eilish song. It does! <laughs> All right, so... Um, this is now in all players' journals. Taiga's briefing is now in all players' journals. 
and I can show it to you right now. Look at you. That's so cool. So I can show you that. You guys can close it, I think, at your leisure. Uh, I, where is it? Eric, oh, this is, is a love song to the campaign. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. You're not going to think it's a love song very long. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. This so, is so cool. you guys start. You guys start going. You guys get to the Queen's Gambit. Does anyone want to say goodbye to any friends, loved ones, anything like that? I do. Fred, do you have any? I friends? have no family. No family. No family. No. What about you? Don't you have a brood, Zushi? Yeah. Doesn't she need to say goodbye to Two-Part? Who? Two-Part was my master. Who? I guess he'd want to hear. Are you serious? <laughs> Two-Part Stink was your master? Oh, God. That's not going to work. Have you met Two-Part Stink? That is not... <laughs> Unfortunately, I got a I got a GM roll that one. That is not possible. Wait, no way. Am I missing on an inside joke? Yeah, it went, two parts stink was an awful, awful character. All right, so you so this is interesting, Rara. It's interesting, and I I was kind of hoping it would happen. What? I was hoping it would happen earlier, where someone would mention a character, a side character. Keep in mind, any character that I have not mentioned has kind of been off to the side, forgotten by history. You're not the champions. Those were champion allies at times. Maybe. Maybe they talked about them. Maybe they didn't. So they really fall out from history. Does that make sense? So two-part, forge farmer, uh, Ikuke. Don't look at me! Ikuke, uh, 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 the big fat snail... That you got, that you that Carl Carl knew. I can't remember Big Al or something like that. I think uh, these these characters were stepping stones in the Savior's life. They wouldn't be known except to the most scholarly of historians. Oh, does that make sense? They're little blips. So in you would not now. even know of two parts existence. You'd know Zug because he's working directly with Carl right now. So you would yeah. have met Zug. But he's the only one. The others, no one's seen them for a while. Or at least you haven't met them. Oh if Sayla's in contact with them, she's not, you know, oh, bringing them around and hanging out with them. You know, they, they, they're probably around. But they aren't important. Okay. This is about the Stepberries. Not about the Saviors. Sounds good. The saviors are just Lord. Does that make sense? Okay. So I was hoping then, that I was kind of hoping that would come up, um, and I'm glad it did. My master's name is is Zushimi. <laughs> Sounds like a sushi roll. <laughs> I'll take a Zushimi or whatever. A Zushimi. A Zushimi, please. Yeah. Can I take? Can I get a stone to contact my master Zushimi, please? Yes. You can. Cool. So you want to contact him? Yeah. And his name is spelled exactly like mine with an X. Zu Shimi. So you're starting to get this uh, Ace Ventura vibe with the uh, where he starts meditating and the the, the vision of his master comes up. <laughs> it's a she. Uh, so she's a oh, girl. She, of yeah, her master comes up, and you see this uh, uh, red and green kobold with his legs crossed his hand claws are up his claws are up and he's got a muzzle around his uh around his mouth because he's taken an oath of silence wow you tried to contact your silent <laughs> monk mentor got it <laughs> so i say hey master it's zushi you know the chat roll um <laughs> I'm at this place called Rook and Cranny Rock and whatever. No, you're at. Uh, you're actually at the Doines. Uh, Rook and Cranny oh, Rock okay. has been erased from existence. Okay. Just so so I'm at this place called the Doinza. Doinza, Doinza, Doinza. That's funny. Um, it's not really a place. It's more of a people. But go on. Uh, <laughs> and we're gonna, you know, 
go to this tower and find this guy who is rumored to be evil, but don't tell like my commander that and all that. Um, just want to let you know if I die, you know, oh. I am that, that whole thing. Um, yeah. Hope you're doing well. Hope that oath of silence is uh, doing you good. Um, Bye. You're listening to Plus 775 to hit on KWNK 97.7 LPFM. Grab your spade, Abaddon, and let's get our handsies on some pansies. <laughs> and then I play with my rope. Okay. Oh, the rope? Uh, what do you want the rope to do? Um, is there like a... Oh. I'm going to whisper to it and command it to wrap around the dwarf's legs. Uh, okay, so it starts to slither over to Bombard's legs. Bombard, make a dexterity save, DC 13. What the hell is going on there? Why the thing coming around my leg? That's all, folks. <laughs> hey, Eric, I, I have a. Uh, I hold like, on a second. I, I want to see. I want to hear this roll first. Sounds good. DC 13 deck safe. Uh, not going to make it. That didn't no, happen. I got to make it. So your thing starts wrapping around his legs. Uh, what, what would you like to do, um, Bombard? This rope is wrapping around your legs and it's making it hard to walk. Yes, I'm going to have to sit here and uh, take it for a little bit and uh, see where it leads. Maybe it's some good time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, so it's wrapped around his legs. You wanted to do anything else, Sushi? Um, would there be a way to have it so, like, I just have it pull really abruptly so that it might, like, trip him? So, uh, make a strength, uh, save Jason or an athletics, either one. That's a 24. <clears throat> so, um, it tries to, uh, you, you do that, uh, you, you have it pull and it just, man, that guy is sturdy. He is sturdy as heck. He ain't fallen at all. But you can see it's really trying to tug him. It probably just doesn't have the strength to pull something like that and yank him down. But it's trying to follow your command. Rope can't take that mountain side of the move. I command to unwrap his legs. Okay. And then just. <laughs> So imagine kind of like a snake uh, looking right at you about to strike, but it's up at the level of his butt. <laughs> okay, so. And I, just, and I just want him to like whip it. Whip it good. Whip it real good. Whip like it. how you run around towel. Roll a d20. <laughs> Roll a d20. That's pretty good. I'll leave that. 15. Fifteen. Does that hit your AC, Jason? I think you have a sixteen. No. I'm more tired than that. He's got a sixteen AC. So you hear this clank off of his uh, off his buttocks plate, and he goes clank. <laughs> and... I got the cockpit button about in the back. <laughs> so uh... I just I just had it clank clanking it because it's funny. And then I commanded it to come back. And he goes back. All right. Cool. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, you wanted something, Jed. What was it? I do. I will step outside and start saying goodbye, Doin's a grocer. Goodbye, Doin's a newspaper boy. Goodbye, goodbye. Paladin. <laughs> goodbye, love- Paladin. Bye, Paladin. Goodbye. Goodbye, Doin's a stranger. Go ahead, Katie. Do it. Do it. There you go. Good job. Goodbye. Are you new here? Are you new to the Doinza? You? Yes. 
So what do you do? I'm gonna walk up to you. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you just make her an NPC. Right. Wait, I am just, I my character I just or just, oh, I just I random thrust them on other people then? Yeah. No, you're your character, Jez, just being... Well, yeah. No, you're playing as an NPC right now, like right now. Like, not your character, a different character. Oh! I'm I literally, my character is walking around and just waving to people. No. Hello, little man. Oh, what are you doing? I'm, I, I don't know if you noticed, I'm with the Doins. Oh, I, uh, that's wonderful. I'm just selling my fish, or trying to. All right. Well, I'll take. Would one you like to some go. fish for your adventure? Yes, I'll take one to go. One to go. All right. That will be. I don't know the currency here, so I'm just. Going to IOU. You're starting to. <laughs> you're starting to echo a little bit, Katie. So. Okay. Because we're both sitting next to each other, yeah, I think. Because they're oh. sitting next to each other. Yeah. All right. Okay. Certified Doinza IOU. Thank you, sir. All right, Jason, I don't see you in your screen, but you're there, right? Yep, yep I'm right here. It's okay. You don't have to be visible. If if your screen's up like that and I know you're there, we're good. Yeah, we're, we're good. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. That will be cut from the, Corona. From the garbage. <laughs> you have a fever? With a lamb. What? No. I'm just making COVID jokes. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Don't talk about that. Okay, I'll, while he's doing that, I'm just going to say goodbye, horse. Doin's a horse person. Goodbye, Doin's a ballooner. I love you too, babe. <laughs> okay, that's canon. I am <laughs> he, he just I said that's canon. I'm going it? on a trip, lover. Okay. It, 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 she can't hear you. She can't hear you. She said it and ran off into the bushes. Into the bushes. Oh, my lover. <laughs> All right. Are you done saying goodbye to the entire town? Yes, I'm going to yeah. say goodbye to the entire town before I get on the ship. Okay. Make a constitution safe. Only a DC 8. It's pretty simple. Yeah. He gets a 2. DC 8. I got a. Oh. Uh. What'd you get? <laughs> a 9. Okay, you're good. You do not get a level of exhaustion for not pressing. <laughs> that was tiring. That was exhausting, actually. Oh. But you know what? Ooh. You stayed true to yourself, sir. Ooh, justice is hard work. Ooh. Okay. All right. So, you guys get on the ship. The extremely small flail snail, known as Carl Bunkle, is there. Uh, he's got a a rock feather above him that is like three times his side size. It's wearing a giant like championship belt around his shell. And there are several other trophies on this thing. There's a rock feather and there's some walrus tusks and there's uh, what, what else did you kill? Oh, there's a mask. There's this mask on there too. So there's all these um, different trophies. He uh, rolls up to you, slides up to you. Now, I said he's small. He's not really small. He's bigger than all of you. But no, he's small. He's actually small for a flail snail. Oh, yeah. yeah he's I small for a flail snail. But mean as if you anger him. He's got a captain's hat on. It's almost like a pirate's hat, kind of twisted off the wrong way, hovering above one of his flails. And a uh, large orc starts to approach from behind you and goes, <laughs> Zug. Oh. Zug to you, too? Zug. I'd like to say something. Say when I something. See this, I'll walk up with a swarth take my saber and place it against my hilt and I, the captain up and down and say something to the effect of, you look like a man who's interesting. A man? Oh, you look like a monopod who's interesting. Make pauses with me. Oh no. So uh, Jason, do you want to do this or do you want me to do this? Good. Uh, 
I got this. <laughs> okay. So, so that sounds like a good idea. So we're going to have a uh, going to move forward a little bit is uh, flails are going to like go above and around, like making like the Vogue symbols and stuff like that <laughs> as his uh, is sparkling to like a weird beat that only he can hear. Impressive. Impressive. This is our captain. Ha! I will follow you to the end of the world. Captain Carl. Yes. As always, you are the captain on the sea, and I on the land. I defer command to you. You're listening to Plus 775 to hit on KWNK LP 97.7 FM Reno. Um, a Reno D&D radio show. Join... Uh, uh, join us as we explore complex emotions, resolve actions, and move the plot on a sequence towards narrative coherency. Sounds good. You guys ready to get going? Do we understand him? Uh, so, the Doinza have outfitted Carl with some sort of weird thing. It, it looks like a faceless, the faceless mask. The There's actually a monotone voice coming out of there that's mimicking, not mimicking, but it seems like Carl's shell will shimmer and then the voice will come out of that. It's a, on a delay. Wait, so he has an AAC device? He does. <laughs> well, then on that note, yes, let's go. That's really good. Yeah, he has an AAC device. Yes. Yeah. Now, Sarah Sarah Wimple figured it was getting really uh, hard for other people. She was having a great time learning the language, but other people not so much. So, and Carl doesn't like not being in command of his ship, so he no. has to communicate to his crew. This so, is a nice ship. What is this? What is this mahogany? <laughs> that is mahogany. Balsa wood. <laughs> 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 Carl has a crew of about 20 people, all Doinza. Now, you guys, all of us have the Doinza crest upon emblazoned either on our armor, on uh, our sash. If you're a stealthy spy kind of person, you always keep this crest on your person. It is the only way that you guys can tell seals apart from each other. The crest is extremely, extremely hard to duplicate. Uh, similar to, similar to a, a twenty dollar bill. You know, it's got the line and it's got the all the different things on. Then it's got the hairs. It's got all those kinds of things in it. In addition, if it leaves your body for more than twenty four hours, it will completely dissolve. So it's very hard to imitate. A stepberry seal. That's so cool. Okay. That's so cool. So uh, we are now going to sail on the open sea. The sea is warm, and there really isn't too much of a uh, of an issue. But for those of you that may not be seaworthy, why not roll me a con check? Oh no. Oh, poor Fred. Can we lie? <laughs> you can lie, but that doesn't save your con check. That's true. Let's see here. <laughs> you guys know you can roll online too, right? But... What's up? I don't what like that. What did you say, Doc? I'm going to roll the things online. The How bones. You, what, what do you do? Slash roll or what? Well, there's a the button on your character sheet that says Constitution. The open sea! Who's sick? Me, I rolled a two! Who's sick? You rolled a two? Alright, Fred is over the board just vomiting her heart out. Who else? Who's gonna make some work for, uh, uh... Who's gonna make work for the cabin boy? Ten is all you need. Ten is all you need. That's Fred. Hi, Fred. 
vomiting. Wait a second. How did you make? That's really cool. I see your old Betsy. So, see this right here on my screen? The Constitution. Yeah. Yeah. Hot lid to red. Click that. But Jed, you didn't make an online character, did you? Oh, that's why I did it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a ding dong. Well, then uh. it won't work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Zushi, Zushi rolled an 18. Woo, go Zushi. Ah, all right, so Zushi's feeling good, dancing on the rafters. Why don't you make me a dexterity check and get some, uh, get some uh, rigging going on. A dexterity check is a thir uh, 15. Okay, you start hopping up, you start rigging through the masts, Swinging from sail to sail, you're just having a grand old time up there, Zushi. Woohoo! All right. I wish I were that young again. <laughs> so, this goes on for a couple of days. Uh, seas. Yes, it doesn't stop for days. They are super, super excited. Carl, Jesus Christ, man, what happened to you? Uh, <laughs> they are super, super, super excited. Um, so uh, this goes on for a cu couple of days. Uh, sea shanty after sea shanty after sea shanty. Carl runs a pretty tight ship, but everybody looks to be overall fairly happy with their captain. No one wants to mutiny because they know they'll die. So off, <laughs> off we go, and you finally, under the cover of darkness, Carl orders to drop anchor and Tyga approaches you. We are here. In the background, you see a very, very darkened castle. It is terrifying, actually. There is no land to be seen around it. Well, record that couple of them may be a little bit more tired than a pile of limbers, maybe a little stronger than some stone and stuff. I agree. I agree, my friend. Out in the middle of the frickin' ocean. Whoa. With nothing mm. else around it. That's terrifying. I, I, I run around, I run behind uh, Fred's leg, and I go, that's, uh, that's really unsettling. Nah, the, the, the boulders are pretty good. They get a big little boat and moat around it, please. <laughs> Is the wind, is it a stormy sort of approach right now? It is not. Actually, it's actually pretty clear. Well, I'll do this. I'll look at my friends. I'll say, take heart, my friends. Let's show them we're coming. I'll stand at the stern and start screaming out of this direction. Ah! Ah! I put my and with that, you have your ship gets rocked. There are cannons flying into your ship. Splinters start striking you everywhere. I yell at everyone to take cover. We are under siege. Already. Stepberries. Stepberries. Yes. You must yes. you must go on. I will stand fast here with Carl Bunkle. All right. Yeah. Are your devices dive into the castle. Dive deep and far. Look for the small white coral surrounded by vicious, vicious clams. <laughs> We're how far again? Based on the height. You need to go under the castle, so go towards the castle and look for the white coral with the vicious, vicious oh. clams. How far is it? Not that. Vicious clams? I don't know. I've never been there. This is what Sailor no, gave no, me. No, no, oh, Is it a five far. mile? Oh, no, it's it's about, I see what you're saying. It's about, <laughs> uh, probably about a mile and a half away. Oh. <laughs> swimming? <laughs> yep. Wait, we're swimming. Right? by the this is in a castle that looks to be about 15,000 feet tall. I've got eye proof. <laughs> Yo, I'm wearing full plate. Oh, then you sink pretty fast. It's easy to get to the bottom. So you've got... 
oh, you've yeah, been given these to... little devices. They look like uh, Harry Potter reads. You know, you stick them in your yeah. mouth so you can yeah. breathe. Okay. So I pop that, and then I do the like backwards flip in. Okay. <laughs> I'll applaud you. Nice form. So you hit down there. The reeds, when you get down there, they completely envelop your entire face, wrap around to your back, and stick your legs together. Now, your legs are not transformed. It's more like a, uh, a force bubble of a fin. Okay. For you. That's really cool. Okay. I'm going to climb up the mast. <laughs> and try and find a rope. Make so a dexterity save as Wait. a cannonball hits the mast that you're on. Oh. <laughs> you made it. Oh, Barely. As the mast crumples beneath <laughs> you, you have one piece of rope, you flip over and splash in into the water. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was going to swing on a rope. Do some special flips. Is everyone yeah. else getting into the water? Um, not without yep. saying goodbye yep. to everyone. You're going to say goodbye to the... Hold on a second. You're going to say goodbye to the entire crew? Yes. Goodbye, Captain. Goodbye, Captain. Make a dexterity save you throw. I look over at him. I grab him by his collar and pass him into the water. All right. Good role she, play. She saves good you. What did you say, Bombard? I'm going to... Uh, I've got my chill cap of water breathing. I'm going to put that on and nod to Carl, then jump on overboard. Whoosh. 